You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hi, it's Lauren, Education Editor. What makes an outstanding teacher? Griffith University's Kevin Larkin says he's just doing his job, though he did reveal an equation for success. First of all, congratulations. Thanks, Lauren. Did the win surprise you? Uh, Yes. So the way the awards work is there are seven categories uh, for the individual award. There are seven categories. There are also some program and team um, categories. Um, So you know that that, um, you've been successful in your category. Uh, So mine was social and behavioural sciences. There's a physical sciences category, law category, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that's all. But that's all you know. Um, and you know there's going to be an overall one of those seven people will be selected as the University Teacher of the Year. But uh, you don't know who it is. So no, it was really surprising when when um, the professor read my read my name out. And um, yeah, a little bit. It was a little bit overwhelming, really. Um, but but um, I'm very proud of, of um, working for Griffith and uh, what they've allowed me to achieve. So, yeah. Yeah. So on that note, I saw that you have an equation that summarises your teaching methods. Can you briefly explain what it is and what it means? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, it's just a way of trying to um, trying to frame um, what I do with, with students. So it's not strictly a mathematical equation, um, using the, the, the term equation a little bit uh, loosely. Um, but what I try to do is, um, firstly, with, with any of my teaching, um, establish positive relationships with, with people. Um, so that applies to when I'm working with um, preschool children, uh, primary school children, secondary, tertiary students, working with teachers. Um, if you haven't established a, a relationship with people, um, it's very difficult for them to trust you. Uh, it's very difficult for them to let you know if they're, they're having issues with, with their learning or with things affecting their learning. Uh, and to be honest, it, it, um, it makes my job inauthentic uh, if I haven't made that, that connection with them. So that, that's, the, that's, that's the first part. Um, of the equation and um, then obviously building on top of that you need um, good uh, pedagogical content knowledge you need to know your discipline in my case that's mathematics education um, so it's all well and good you know, getting along with people uh, but that's that's not your core job that's it that allows you to do your core job which is um, helping them learn in my case um, I'm working with two different um, sort of sets of people. Uh, One, the uh, people who are going to become primary school teachers one day, and that brings uh, its own set of rewards and challenges. Uh, And then the other thing I might talk about later is is an Australia-wide project I'm working on uh, with preschool children in STEM. Um, But but regardless of whether it's the adults or whether it's the young young children and their um, educators, uh, you need that relationship building, and then you need that um, you need that content. Um, then on top of that, um, as a um, educator, I need to be reflective about my practice, um, evaluate my own teaching, evaluate the, the student learning, uh, and then make 
uh, changes uh, to future iterations. And that's a that's the thing that happens on the fly. As you're working with people, you'll see quickly their body language. Something's not going right the way you wanted it to go. And so there's, you know, the, the ability to be able to pivot uh, at that point. Uh, but then other times it's um, might be when you're walking along the beach or something or other and you have to think about uh, what's been happening in the course or what's been happening in the project uh, and make changes then. So they've, all, they've always been part of my teaching. Uh, I think the big part uh, that's, that's changed for me now that I work at the university, um, I had 30 years in education, in primary education, um, primary school teacher and then leadership positions. Uh, the uni, um, you also base all of those things that I've always sort of intuitively done almost on uh, research. Um, so I'm involved in a lot of research around how to teach uh, undergraduates maths education, research around uh, attitudes towards mathematics for primary school children, um, research around the uh, role of digital technologies. Uh, that's a big part of part of what I do in maths education. And then that last little bit, the digital technologies, has led to my uh, work on the ELSA project, uh, which is embedding uh, digital technologies to um, inspire young children's interest and engagement in STEM. So that's, that's really exciting me, that end. And I, I still get really excited about working with the um, adults. Yeah, so... That, that they're the four elements. I think I said four. I put it that that sort of go together in my um, in my teaching approach. So those are all principles that I think most, if not all, teachers strive to uphold. Um, yes. Do you think that you just do all of them exceptionally, or are you doing something <laughs> a bit different? Uh, that's a very hard question, Laura. That that's sort of part of the reason why. Um, I've been having a bit of trouble getting my sort of head around things that um, I'm just doing my job. Maybe what's different, I don't know. I, I don't want to talk for anyone else, but um, but for me, um, teaching is, and, and the word passion is used too often inauthentically, but it's really what, what, what drives my life. I, I love it. Um, when, when I'm working with people, when I'm helping them to learn, um, I get a real buzz out of it. Um, so I don't know whether that, that you know that might that might come across. Um, I've also been doing this for a long, long time, Lawrence. So um, you know, 30, sort of 37 years in the in the one job. Um, I've been able to reinvent myself a lot, do a whole lot of different things. Um, keep myself uh, interested, keep myself engaged, keep myself intellectually challenged. Um, you know, so maybe those um, those sorts of things uh, come in as well. Um, and also, the, uh, it's a lot of work you have to put in um, in terms of the awards. And I know some wonderful colleagues who who do great work. Um, but have other th other things, I guess they they're interested in than, than sort of uh, writing the applications. I guess I think the students sort of can pretty quickly sense, um, you know, that I genuinely care about them um, and I'm genuinely interested in them, um, and I think that makes a, I think that makes a big difference. On that point, there's been a lot of talk, particularly over the last five years, 
about how to stem the tide of students um, not taking up maths in the higher years and performing poorly in maths tests in general. And you mentioned engagement and your passion being perhaps one of the elements of that. So can you just elaborate on um, engagement more generally? I can um, sort of only talk with any sort of expertise, I guess, about about primary school. I'm I'm very I'm very aware of um, all of the things that you've just mentioned. You know, the, the tail off, the uh, the lack of sort of flow through into um, you know the, the more difficult, put that in inverted commas, maths you know maths subjects in in late secondary, and then the implications of that into tertiary. Um, but we're, we're finding in some of the research um, that I've done with uh, Professor Robert Jorgensen, uh, used to be Griffith, um, our University of Canberra, um, is that the self-identity people have around mathematics um, is, is being formed very, very young. Um, so we were a bit staggered to find, you know, seven-year-olds saying they're not a maths person. Now, there's no such thing as a maths person. <laughs> Everyone has the same brain. Uh, there's no, I don't have a special part of my brain that says maths and uh, yours doesn't, for instance. Um, so they're getting, they're getting this identity uh, from um, somewhere and it, it's, it's likely their, their families or it could even be their teachers um, that they can't do maths. And once that identity is formed uh, as young as that age, it's, it's very hard to turn, to turn that around. Um, which sort of leads to um, why I'm very excited about working on the, the ELSA project um, because we're getting to um, work with the early childhood educators uh, and we're getting to work with about 4,000 children around Australia, uh, trying to give them some uh, positive experiences around not only mathematics, uh, but science, technology and engineering. Um, and we're doing that in a in a sort of a play based way. Um, so we're hoping that the influence that we're having in preschool, and that we might be able to have down the track in in the early years of schooling, might go some way to sort of setting up kids a little bit better to look positively about um, some of those some of those subjects. Um, the 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 issue is often in primary school, um, the educators, um, their experience of mathematics when they're at school um, and any associated sort of anxieties that they have. So um, working with the educators who are going to be our future teachers, that's a very strong focus of mine to um, try to remove some of that anxiety around, um, around mathematics. Um, is going to take a fair bit of fair bit of time. Uh, I, I tell my students um, not to not to believe anyone who says they have a solution to difficult problems, because <laughs> um, if there was an easy solution, you know, someone someone would have thought of it by now. So, uh, yeah, we've got some cultural change, I think, to do. Um, I think to do in schooling, um, and that's not helped sometimes by um, media who are after a quick story about how bad things are. To that end, I thought I'd touch on attrition rates and, um, you know, teacher stress and um, that side of things and 
how you help um, pre-service teachers to enter the workforce and not face those issues to such a great extent? I'm part of a big a big team at, at um, Griffith, so I only look after one little part of of the development of our of our students. Um, so so they're doing uh, as they do their degree, and I'm sure this is the case for a lot of universities. Um, a lot of courses around um, resilience, uh, around uh, managing careers, um, and those sorts of things, and. I, we can only do sort of so much uh, at, at university, uh, but I know and I'm comforted by that a lot of schools now are starting to uh, get a little bit more uh, rigorous, I guess, around induction uh, and looking after the um, first year, second year, third year teachers and mentoring. Um, so I think it's it's a bigger issue than uh, than what we can do at university, um, and I'm, I'm saying we uh, we do things, but um, it, it's a bigger problem uh, once they get into the uh, once they get into the workplace. Um, in a sense, um, I can, when working with the students, try to um, inspire them, try to um, set them up for successful teaching, uh, try to build their confidence. Uh, but that's something that then schools have to um, sort of uh, pick up and and carry on. And unfortunately, there's sometimes a it's still I think it's a false dichotomy between university and schools. Um, and sometimes I think when they get into schools, the the culture of schools is a little bit different to the culture of universities. Um, and you know we've probably both uh, both universities and schools have some work to do to try to get a get a common culture between the, the two yeah you've been a teacher for 37 years as you yep. mentioned if you yep. could choose your career again today would you choose it again oh definitely oh yeah yeah not 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 one bit of hesitation uh i i unlike which is which makes me a little bit sad i think uh no i know it makes me a little bit sad uh, some sometimes teaching is seen now as you're only doing it because you couldn't do anything else, uh, and that's something we really have to change. Um, I went into teaching and I could have done pretty well anything I wanted uh, because I wanted I wanted to be a teacher, um, and yeah, it's it's been a wonderful ride. Uh, um, I think I think I can honestly say in the in the 37 years I've done it. I had one year where it was a bit tough um, for a, num a number of reasons, but uh, now I'd, I'd uh, I won't sing, but yeah, now I'd do it again. Um, yeah, straight away. In fact, I'm really proud. Uh, one of my children uh, has just become a teacher, and he's he's in his second year of teaching, so uh, he gets to sort of keep on the uh, keep on keep the tradition running. It's it's a tiring it's a tiring profession. Um, I wouldn't have the energy now to to um, I, don't, I don't think I'd have the energy to be a primary school teacher or a secondary school teacher um, because you if you're going to do it properly you have to give a lot of yourself um, so yeah no definitely I'll do it again. Thank you so much for doing this. Pleasure.